0: Hey,
1: what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, even dual sport bikes, and those street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three day shipping over seventy five bucks. It's so dang easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us crazies out there. Go to them. There is no discount code. I am so sorry about that. I know Mathis has a bunch of those, but we do have a bunch of discount codes in these commercials that you probably fast forward. So do not do that. Listen to the commercials. They're actually pretty entertaining, and there's some stuff in there that you can save some money. So do yourself a favor. Don't get a divorce over some... $300 stuff that you buy at Rocky Mountain ATV, MC.com. Listen to the commercials. Hopefully, you can save some money. All right? Of course, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Oh, boy. Man, that white gear I wore in Hangtown. I'm trying to tell JT and Max to sell white gear, but they're not having it. I feel like all you guys out there thought it was a big hit. I got a lot of comments on my IG about it. I love white gear. I know... It's a pain in the ass to keep clean, but there is a way. Maybe we can get the lady in the studio today to talk about that because she does wash my gear. And my white gear came out pretty damn white after Hangtown. So, But if you really think about it, 2020 gear is about two months away. So go check out flyracing.com. Get some light hydrogen gear. It's what I was wearing for these two rounds of Motocross. And, of course, if you guys want some casual wear, BMX, moto snowmobile get your ladies some baby doll tees they have it over at flyracing.com so go check it out chris Riesenberg, racetech.com rob dude these guys are the real deal i was not a fan of racetech back in the day i thought the stuff was soft actually they used the word plush and plush to me meant mushy and soft and i was like i'm out but you know what their settings evolved over the few years, and I like the stuff. They have made some stuff for me on a Honda. Another guy in the studio today was anti Race Tech as well, but he rode my stuff. He loved it. So if I can change, then you can change. That's a Rocky reference, too, by the way. If I can change, we can all change. <laughs> I think that's Rocky 4, by the way. So anyway, go check out Racetech, racetech.com. They not only do suspension services, they do engine services as well and vintage bikes. You got a vintage bike? I met a couple fans with some badass Makos, right?
2: Makos and Boltacos.
1: Makos and Boltacos. Racetech.com, they can handle it for you. Go check them out. Last, but certainly not least, Paul Parabinos, ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Guess what? I had a rental pad on, but underneath that rental pad, was a pro taper handlebar. Oh shit. Oh man, Littin' secrets out on this podcast. So, as much as I like a rental bar, I like a pro taper bar that much more because of the damping character characteristics. That's a pretty hard word. But hey, pro taper SX Race Evo was the bar on my Honda for these past two rounds. Um, yeah, that didn't help me qualify, but nonetheless, it helped some comfort on that Honda, which is a little bit rigid, right? So, that's my spiel to you guys. This is the last episode of this series. Holy shit, we are done. It is Sunday afternoon here in the High Des, and I'm finally completed the two rounds. I say finally like it's a big-ass deal. It's two rounds. But I have my lovely wife, Heather. Hi. Hello. And my BFF, my best man. If I had a best man badge, like, what was that movie that had a best man badge?
0: You, me, and Dupree. You, me,
1: and Dupree? This is my Dupree right here. Greg Loop.
0: Except for Greg's not burning down the house with oil. Well
1: Thank, thank Wait, God. What was the girl's name in you and me? Dupree. Mandy. Mandy.
0: <laughs> oh, You're Mandy. not bringing Mandy
1: over and rubbing her with butter.
2: <laughs> okay, I we're going to keep this PG. We're not bringing No, we're Mandy. not. This is
1: not, <laughs> It's not that type of podcast. So
2: Come on. I, I'm still working for another nine months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Greg has been my, uh, my buddy for a long time, and he's... I brought Greg in here because he, he knows me pretty good. As all my Besides Heather, he's the next guy in line that knows me. So um, we're going to run down his thoughts on what I did, why I did what I did, and how I performed. So we're going to dive right into it. And Paula was on Saturday. We had Press Day on Friday, unlike Sacramento where Press Day was a shit show. Friday, Paula was actually pretty damn good. It was actually really dry for Paula. They had amateur practice, and then we showed up about 1.30 and rode dirt bikes and for about 30 minutes had a 30-minute session. So what I gathered from that for me um, – well, let, let, me, let me rewind this. I always jump ahead and always forget. Let me give you my week before Friday. <laughs> so we got home um, from Sacramento – on,
0: Late Saturday night
1: Yeah, midnight Sunday morning, right? Yep Um, Chilled out Yep Sunday didn't do shit, right?
0: Nope
1: Um, I wasn't really that tired because obviously I didn't ri- I ride that much I didn't, wasn't in the motos But uh, I knew I had testing all next week So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I had testing And this kind of testing lasted from about 7.30am to about 6.30pm So they were very long days. It wasn't the ideal situation for me to do before a race. But, hey, that is my job. That's what I have to do. And when testing calls, I shall arrive and do my duty. So I was a little bit tired coming into Friday and a little bit flat. 42 years old, don't got a lot of pop. You know, we talked about vitamin B12. It wasn't that time of week for me. I think my vitamin B12 shot is next next week, right? Yes. Okay. So um, didn't have that little bump to fill me in for Friday. <laughs> so um, So Friday came. We did a, a practice session. Dude, honestly, my bike felt totally different. It didn't feel nothing like Hangtown. I felt like the bike was more rigid. The track was super dry, edgy, square edge. So many rollers at Paula. There's rollers on top of rollers. I mean, you're going downhill, and they put rollers down the hill. It's just a whole different experience going from Hangtown to Paula. So I was kind of a little bit taken back about my setting on my bike. So we, we got in. Trey from Shoah, Cooler and Aaron from the team, they helped me out. And not to mention Friday, about 15 minutes in, my bike was sputtering and had this weird rich feeling under load. So I was like, holy shit, something's up. And it almost feels like if you guys listening out there when you're your fuel boils, it was that kind of sensation to me. And it was warm at Paul. It was like 85 degrees. So I was like, man, there's no way like my fuel is boiling on in 15 minutes because to me, when I previously had fuel issues, it was like 23 minutes into a moto, and that was like 95 degrees and up. So what the guys did, I had to hurry up bail out of there because it was Memorial weekend and went back home to sleep in my own bed, three-hour drive home. The guys diagnosed where – for you guys out there listening that has a Honda Sierra 450 r be careful of your kill switch cluster. You wash your bikes, you get water in there, you get dirt. That thing's like a cup. It'll collect debris and water, and then that will short out, and your bike will shut off. Well, this time, my bike didn't shut off. It just ran like shit. So they changed that out, and it was really good. And Showa put a brand new shock setting and fork setting in my bike. I ended up going stiffer on my fork setting and a little softer on my shock setting. And to me, which we will get to Saturday, it proved to be the right decision. So, we get home Friday, Heather.
0: Yep, it was well, you actually beat me home cuz I had to stop and get groceries to cook you and Steve dinner. Yep. Manager. So team
1: manager came in Thursday evening. Yeah. Late evening. Drove down with me. He actually came. To he prep.
0: was extreme on Thursday, remember? Extreme. Dale
1: Davis from Extreme. Yep. yep, he was extreme. He did two a days. Mm hmm. He actually rode mountain bikes in the morning and then rode dirt bikes in the evening, which was rare for Steve, but he yeah. did it. And then drove. And then drove. So that was cool. I
0: think he potted too. Did a podcast.
1: Yeah, we had Nick, foot Nick.
0: Yep, foot Nick from the team.
1: The, t- the team. Uh, Bullfrogs. I still don't know how to say it right. Hold on, let me try to say it right. Team Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Honda. That's how you say it. Only took me fucking two months to learn how to say it. So,
0: anyway. It's easier to say MCR.
1: Yeah, they don't do that no more. Oh. So, anyway. Oh, boy. uh, Steve was there. We had dinner Friday night. Not a lot of sleep. I got more sleep this time than I did last week. A little bit more comfortable. I knew I was local. It wasn't a huge deal for me and as as we discussed if you guys were there at the works connection live podcast uh sometimes when you guys go racing you're like hey I'm going to go race you plan this whole deal right and you can't fucking sleep cuz you're so nervous great yeah. you have been in that situation
2: oh yeah yeah you're wondering how the track's going to be if you have enough prep and uh yeah you it basically it's it's uh an offshoot of being nervous so you yeah. just don't sleep so as a as a guy coming
1: from, you know, you race local stuff. Correct. You, you've done that for years. Mm-hmm. Off-road,
2: GPs. Yeah, a lot of GPs back in the day. Were uh, you a
1: basket case the night before your race?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're running through everything in your mind. Uh, did you prep the bike enough? Uh, did you train enough during the week? Yeah, and here you are working eight to five. Right. And uh, you're just wondering, uh, you're going to get arm pump? That was my famous thing. Okay. You know? Yeah. So you're thinking pump. about arm pump? Uh, all the time. Yeah. Thank God I didn't have one of those arm pump tools because I would have abused it.
1: Would you have bought that
2: thing? No. Are you serious? I'm serious. as a heart attack.
1: Do you remember uh, Daryl Uckland and Kurt Caselli? Remember the conversation yes. that we had? About oh, them? my God. Out of Glenn <laughs> Helen. <out of> Glenn <laughs> Helen.
2: I, yeah, that was amazing uh, and how they had dreams about it. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. So, and Kurt was talking about that.
1: Yeah, so Greg and I were with Daryl Uckland. If you know Daryl, from MXA. He's one of the good guys from MXA. Great guy. Yeah. Um Kirk Casselli, long time obviously badass off road guy, was Daryl and him were BFFs. They were talk we were just sitting there bullshitting about arm pump one day in the back of a truck. Yeah. And at, the, at at a track. And those guys used to call each other at two AM and be like, Hey man, what are you thinking about? And they're like, dude, I'm thinking about arm pump.
2: I, I and thought, I, they, and he's like, "Fuck!" So am I. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I thought they were pulling, or like, I thought this was like an act between these two knuckleheads. No, and they were serious, and they would lament over it and think about it, and it would keep them awake at night. Yeah. And they would call each other all right. hours of the night, just. Two BFFs talking about arm pump. And what did Daryl took like sodium pills or some shit? Yeah, he would take. He would actually it, to the point of ODing on sodium pills. Right. That's so right, he would try to stop.
1: take all these sodium pills at the, the day of the race, so <laughs> to try to prevent arm pump, but nothing worked. God. I mean, they both had arm pump surgery. Kurt had mm-hmm. it twice. Twice, and yeah, uh, he still got it. So yeah. the point of what we're talking about is your mind is a powerful tool. You overthink things. And it actually paralyzes you, which mm-hmm. we talked a little bit in the live show. I'm a little bit that way.
0: Hmm. Go ahead. You oh. got
1: something to say over there.
0: You're a head case.
1: Not, not as bad as some other guys. Greg. Go ahead.
2: He's gotten better right. as he's gotten older. <laughs> but he's older. still a
0: head case.
2: Well, I mean, remember Supercross, 03. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Let's oh, not. Oh, yeah. 2004. It, well. well no, we 2004. S- if 04, yes. Okay. But we go back further than that, right? Right. And I'm just, you know, I just based everything on that. But. What was
1: I? Ba- what was I like back then?
2: Uh,
0: a basket case.
2: You, you, were, dude, just
0: chill down over there, because yeah,
1: you were why new. Are you rising you were up? A, you were a newbie back then. You were fresh. Yeah, you were freshy.
0: I was a freshy, but I still knew you were a. You mental didn't know case? shit about oh, come anything on. back then. Now,
1: what? 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 <laughs> Rick? 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 So, I've I've gotten better over the years. I feel like, but honestly. What I'm talking to you guys about out there, the normal average guy, try to find something that makes you comfortable at night, just to chill out. Okay, try not to th- overthink things. Whatever it is, and I and this is what Kenny, um, this is what Kenny says. Whatever it is that makes you comfortable, whatever it is, you do that. If the chances are pissing someone off, who cares? Do what you can do to make yourself at ease and your mind. For you to perform better if you're going out of your way to do something for someone else like i do at times don't do that you know relax your mind because you'll do a better job at your race the following day so it's okay to be nervous honestly i don't get nervous until 24 hours of, until the race and then i'm pretty quiet dude so uh slept pretty good that night we got up early we bailed down there got down there uh cooler and the guys weren't there my bike was not out we were in pitted behind the pro circuit truck right it was very low-key we were low-key
2: which it was actually kind of nice well yeah we had uh, pro circuit on one side we had a whole group of privateers on the other right. we were sandwiched i mean yeah it was very low-key we were very out of the way out of sight right it was and nice
1: i like that i'm more built that way I don't like to have a spectacle of shit. We talked a little bit about that in the last podcast. So, I know some of you guys are out there. Ha ha ha! Demotion. That's fine. Whatever. It doesn't bother me. Like I would rather be in a truck, in a van, and trailer, whatever it is. And it was just cooler, Aaron and us there at the track, and that's that's more low key. I. It's kind of overwhelming to have all that big ass rig and the people coming up to it and want you know to talk to you or whatever. So, it was nice being behind. The guy behind the guy, which was Pro Circuit. So we were back there in the nook. Uh, Practice got underway. It was actually a totally different track than it was on Friday. Friday was dusty and scratchy. First lap, obviously, for those of you that do not know, we are required as riders to roll the jumps. That's why the, the cross flags are out on the first lap. They do not want us jumping shit on the first lap. You risk getting hurt. So I'm going over these jumps, and I'm thinking, holy hell, there is mud everywhere. And you're landing, and you're landing these soft mud ruts. The jumps that were so easy to do on Friday are now difficult. So now I have to process all of that in, in, a, in a timely manner because you got about four laps. And I didn't do that. Once again, I failed to, to produce a solid heater. If if a heater is a boner, my dick was limp.
0: Well, you did have one good heater. You had a one a two twenty six. That's bad. Well, considering what you were doing. But prior, that heater
1: came at an L C Q.
0: No, you had a one twenty or two twenty six in your first um Which was
1: the last lap. Every fast lap Saturday came on my last lap of each session. I had two sessions and an L C Q and all of them. We're the fastest on the last lap. So what's that telling me? That's telling me my body is not up to par to get up to speed ASAP. That is the hard part for me, which we knew, all of us in this studio knew, that would be the difficult part. You know, (laughs) speed, not an issue in a long moto for me. Speed quickly in a short moto is an issue for me. So we tried to work on those things. But simply what I what I talked about in my daytime program over on Pulp X, you basically it's a dick measuring contest, and that's basically what it is, is a qualifying. That's it's a dick measure. So we didn't do that enough prior to these two events.
0: No, we did not.
1: We did some, but not enough. To require the pressure and the and the shit that's going on when you're doing these two heater lap or these four heater laps in the qualifier it's hard to replicate at a local track greg you and i went to paula we tried to do that it was semi-soft that day
2: it was it was but and paula's notoriously ruddy right know, and for an old dude like me you know i just despise ruts anyways i mean they're my nemesis but you've never been one to blow your wad on the first lap or anything else you always work up to it you sneak up on it and because I think it's because of your style also, you're so smooth. You've always been that that guy. It's so smooth, uh, perfect style, uh, makes me sick. And it, it, you just you know, you never look out of shape. Um, you just did not look comfortable to me in my humble opinion. Knowing right. you for a hundred years, yeah. you were not comfortable on that bike. Right. And it had I'm not saying that bike, the track, the bike in that moment. You were not comfortable. That's not the Chris I know and train with.
1: And a lot of people tell that to me say that to me when they watch me. Um, you know, when they watch me at Hangtown, they watch me at Paula. you don't look like yourself, you don't look like you're charging, looks like you're just riding around. And that's kind of my MO with my riding style anyway. Like even when I ride really good and my lap times are really fast, I don't look like I'm doing much on the bike. But I think that was times ten at mm-hmm. these two races. So uh yeah, so the first practice didn't go well. I was down on the times. I knew I'd probably have to go to l c q um again, like I said, no excuse, but I felt a little flat. I didn't have a lot of pop in me. I was a little bit fatigued um b practice I was in B practice this week. I wasn't in a which which is fine whatever no no stress. A lot of people thought I didn't deserve to be in a practice at the first round, which Steve didn't get me into um Fail. Tim Tooley, Tooley the AMA guy knew who I was, so he put me in A because there was a lot of guys that simply weren't there for the first round. So that's why I got A. Second B practice at Paula was a little bit drier, a little bit better. I ended up crashing over there on the hill. It was slimy in the middle. I missed a rut and crashed. I uh, heard a couple air horns while I was down. My bike was stuck wide open. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> crashing at a local track when there's no one watching is a lot different than when you crash in front of fucking a hundred people sitting there in a the corner. It is it's almost embarrassing. And I got that feeling when I raced Supercross as well, because you know you have forty thousand people looking at you and when you you fuck up, you're like, everyone just saw that. Like and if it's really lame, you're like, Oh my god, everyone just saw that. So you're, you're it's you're under a microscope, I guess when you're a professional racer, and you a lot of people see things, you know it's funny the people that that see the stuff like I don't think people see certain things that I do on the track, and they'll come up to me, "Hey, I saw you back there what what was that about?" I'm like, "Fuck, you saw that? <laughs> I like, didn't even know all you guys see all that shit, so you're always under the watchful eye of people, which is different than I normally used to, you know, usually, I have five Japanese around me. And that's about it. They tell me something about the bike. They're not picking apart my riding so much. So that's true. But we're gonna get to that too as well. I forgot about something about that. So B practice didn't do good. Heather yells a lot on Race Day. I just want to point that out. Yes. Uh she's very aggressive. She we talk about this at home. I look at old pictures of Heather when we first started dating, and it looks so sweet and innocent. innocent and so friendly and loving. What happened? And now she's a little hardened like magic shell on an ice cream. <laughs> And she's still loving. Don't get me wrong; she's a very loving woman, but she has this layer of hardness that I don't know where, where where did all that come from. I don't know. The anger. That's all you got?
0: I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know.
1: Did I bring that out in you over the years, or what?
0: No, I don't think
2: so. What Maybe. is she always doing? I don't know. I don't know. She's always anyway, working. So That's she, what I'm always she, doing. She barked it <laughs> That's what out. it was. It's
0: work. It's my work that brings it out. Why? I don't know.
1: you like your nails. Yeah. Women? Really?
0: Yeah. You love it. Yeah, you guys I love do, the money.
2: And the gossip, you guys, right. I could, come on. You
0: guys gossip just as much.
2: Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. False. Here we go. Uh, let's See, not point is fingers. Out, let's so. be let's be above this. Yeah. Oh, let's okay. not point fingers, okay? We're not ah, ah, fingers. Ah,
0: I'm not pointing fingers, I'm just saying ah. we all gossip. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, oh so she tried to break some off to me in uh, between, she's so like, Gotta get pumped, you got me. and I said I did
0: not say that.
1: I go look, we just gotta chill down. We just got to, everyone just chill down. I got what I got. This is what I got for right
2: now.
0: All I said is, why don't you hop in behind so and so and follow him around for one lap and get a hotter Yeah, heater. I mean, it, and hotter, you, sh- you should, you sh- <laughs> and,
2: and you <laughs> should have jumped right in behind Tomac. I mean, I mean, got, I, I mean, I uh, got you that. Had, he, dude, wasn't onto,
0: he wasn't on. He wasn't in Tomac's hook practice. Hook a line
2: and wing it. Yeah, you got this, brother. Hook his cheek with a yeah. fucking line.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't remember who it was. Ow. Whoever was had the fastest.
2: Wageman.
0: Yeah, it was Wageman. I Wageman
2: said, did good. Hey, by the way,
1: yeah. Wageman did really good. He he didn't make it last week, and he qualified fastest out of the B group. That's
0: pretty good. Right. Heavy. That's why I said you should just get behind Wageman, plus you you line up, and they let you go, and you're like dicking off in the back. Like, get out in front. What are you doing?
1: Well, here's the deal with that, too. Oh, here we I, go. I can't. I, I, I want to take off first, and then I'm about eighth, right? I'm in eighth in line in B practice. I'm out first line eighth. And I'm getting roosted. I'm like, okay, this is no good. I can't set a heater when I'm catching up to dudes getting roosted. So I try to set myself back. I need to make a decision when I, and I leave. Either I'm going first or I'm going to go last. I need some room to, to work. So in my second practice, I had a little bit of room. That I, always, I would catch the same dudes all the time, and it would fuck my lap up. So, yeah, would that have made, or made me get to top 40? No. But it would have probably knocked off a couple more seconds than I have. Right. So there's a lot of things that go on out there that may you guys don't see. I, I, I'm just
0: saying it's really hard to be sitting next to Aiden and him go, what's his lap time? And you have to tell him, mm, it's not that good. And then you get the eye rolling and.
1: Well, it is what it is. That's what goes on. So, I'm just saying. This is the real world out oh, there on the track. So LCQ came around. Aaron got the bike ready. Uh, I think we're I don't know 19th gate pick or whatever it was. Team manager picked out something on the start. I don't know. If, uh, do you even know about this?
0: Yeah, he told you to go clear outside, right? So
1: outside had like the old Chad Reed Indiana line where it was disced really deep. I hmm? know he went to
0: the outside. Yeah, he was on the, out- no, check on the outside. Check this out. So
1: I'm gonna I'm about to drop some knowledge. You,
2: well, yeah, I didn't know the team manager guided you. Team manager that actually had some inside okay. info from
1: Michael Byrne. Did not know. Okay. Um, Burner. Saw mm-hmm. there was on the very right of the gate, which you probably saw in a lot of the races. Cinderella did it in the in the in the motos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very right of the gate, so the dude, the start was three foot deep, gnarly. As soon as you got onto the dirt, it bleh, just sucks you down. So on the right, there was a piece, maybe two foot wide, a strip right next to the yellow markers of hard pack where it wasn't disc. So everyone was trying to get to that hard spot to just be able to pin it, and you get a eight bike length gap on those guys by the first corner so we tried that someone else sniffed it out before us so we didn't quite get to that spot we were about three to four over Mm. from that
0: who got that gate do you remember
1: i don't know but he did pull the whole shot the kid that was on the right got the whole shot and then faded Uh, he he got fifth so yeah he didn't he didn't make it oh i
0: thought he faded way back no Mm.
1: so anyway i got a shitty star i was like 20 something i worked my way up to 13th the line. Honestly, again, fastest lap was at the last lap of the day. Keaton Ward, which is Jason Anderson's homie, which he is a KTM test rider. I saw that, and I'm like, hell no. I at least want to be first test rider, right? So I ended up having Keaton on the last lap. The last lap. I thought it was cool. Keaton came out and raced. He's a test guy at, at KTM. So I was high-fiving, like, yelling, test guy, test guy. So we're the test riders on the on the mm-hmm. line. <laughs> so that was cool. But, yeah, didn't make it out of out of out – didn't make it. Simple – didn't have it. Just didn't feel comfortable all day. Didn't have the pop. Um, didn't just didn't have it. So point taken, like I need to work on some speed. I need to work on mostly sprint speed
0: yeah, and need do. to
1: work on starts. Mm-hmm. So that was the day at Paula. That was, that was the time we had and that was it. And that, there she is. She's a rep. That was my two rounds that was my experiences. There wasn't really nothing that stood out. Um, everything that kind of stood out to me, and which we will talk about, is everything off of the track for me. Meeting meeting all of you guys out there that listen to this podcast, uh, that follow what I do, the, the reasons why we are doing what we're doing over here, kind of teach my kid a lesson about hard work and all these things that we talked about previously. A lot of you guys came up to me at the track and talked about your experiences. And how it gets you motivated to go do what you guys want to go do, buy a bike, go race, just to go ride or whatever it is. That to me is pretty cool. Uh, Besides trying to go fast and and do these things, to me I would say that ranks up there as the top reasons why I do what I do. Um, I'm looking at my wife and she knows how I am as far as a person. And I, I care a lot about um I care a lot about people and how they're they I guess try to enhance their lives and I, I guess when I left Dirt Rider doing all these things, um I had a platform to kinda be myself, um, give you guys test notes, have that transparency, so it's nice to see that it's working. So I wanted to share something with you guys that Heather has and she'll read it to you right now that Yes. Um There's an email that I got from a guy that I thought was really cool, and I got it today. And these are the kind of emails that I get from time to time that kind of pinpoint of what we try to do here at Kiefer Testing. We're not just about riding dirt bikes and giving you guys information, but we try to encompass a lot of other things in life that help you with your riding. So go ahead.
0: So the subject is titled, Thanks for showing me the way. Hey, Kiefer, a quick note. I'm not looking for anything from you, and I don't need a reply, but I do hope this finds you. I'm an ex-amateur moto guy up here in Canada, 35-year-old, multiple reconstruction on my knee, out of the moto game. Picked up the mountain bike a few years ago and dove headfirst into that. I do a lot of multi-day endurance type stuff, cool events, experiences. That's what I train for, but I decided to sign up for my first Proper XC race, and it was today.
1: Which means cross-country. Okay.
0: Cat 3 seemed like the right place to start, and my strategy was simple. I do a ton of long pace rides, so I wanted to get after it. Push as hard as I could from the gun and see where it got me. Practice my intensity in a race format, so I line up front row, Whole shot, and lead the first big climb. In the lead group of three... Throughout the first third of the lap, halfway through the first lap, my check engine light came on. Hot, dizzy legs go to shit.
1: Basically, what he's telling you guys is he's, he's tired. I'm whooped. Yeah.
0: Two thir- thirds of the lap in, six or so guys clip me, and I'm in full survival mode. I get to the end of the first lap, not sure if I can even finish one more, let alone two more. And I see my wife and son waving to me at the finish line. The moral of the story here is I literally thought about you, Heather and Aiden, and your national quest. And that is not about teaching our kids that they have to win. It's about teaching them to do what they love. Give it everything they have and let the chips fall where they may. So I suffered to the finish. Now my son is little, almost three years old. But he thought I won today. And I did because he thought I did. Chris, thank you for what you did. I know it didn't go as planned, but that doesn't matter. You inspired your son. You taught him a lesson that isn't taught to enough kids, and you inspired me to do the same. And I'll keep plugging away at the things that I love, and I'll teach my son to do the same. At our stage of life, winning races doesn't matter, but winning as parents does, and you definitely earned a spot on the box there. Lastly, I remember watching you up in Calgary Nationals on a KTM your number was seven oh six. You were really cool to me that day when I came by the truck. Willard was a dick. Ha ha ha! Cheers.
1: <laughs> oh Willie. So I read that today, dude. I couldn't even read it.
0: Now he was he was tearing up when he was reading it to me.
1: Like the the thought of him crossing line, his you know his kid you know smiling at him like he's the best thing ever, dude. That's what it's all about, and that's the reasons why I took these fucking two nationals and tried to work my ass off so my kid. Turns out to be a good person, a good man, right? I remember when I was young, my dad telling me what to do, and of course I didn't listen. I'm sure you can attest to that, Greg. When you were younger.
2: Oh yeah, I pushed back. Yeah, I so made
1: my own mind, my own rules, and it didn't work well for me. The the best the best way for me to 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 help Aiden is by showing him, and that's how I learned mostly from my dad, without even my dad knowing. Okay, so obviously I got chewed out, yelled out. All this shit that I did back in the day, Chris, you should do it like this. But those things never really stuck in my mind. It wasn't the words. It was the actions. So this is what I'm trying to do with Aiden. That's the reasons why we did what we did. And, yes, it involved into something bigger with Tony. Oh, yes. Which is, I totally appreciate. But the reasons why we do it is we tried to help my son. And, and help, hopefully when he gets older, those actions that I did 10 years ago will make him a better man.
0: And the memories. Yeah.
1: And of course, I have a good time doing it. It's not like I love riding, and and I can use racing and riding as a tool to build a better person, a little person, into a better, bigger person (laughs) Then I'm all about it. Hey, it's commercial time. Stay tuned for these commercials and get some discount codes. Do not forward. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it but I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Scosche. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to scosche.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have... Phone chargers for your droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, Award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out. Scosche.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Scosche develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Scotch finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Scotch is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, S-C-O-K-T-25. That's S-C-O-K-T-25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, Chris at Keferinktesting.com, I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, skosh.skosh.com. Scotch. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. there on board with the keyforinktesting.com. Kiefer tested podcast we thank them for joining us you have a street bike a dirt bike or do you pedal you have a mountain bike head over to 60 helmets.com check out the full line of helmets they offer i'm sure they have a helmet for you hey i get questions all the time Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy if you're going to spend your own money Kiefer, where are you going well there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there okay I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2. And it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race proven. I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2. It comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, B-L-U-D Lubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils. Blood Power Sports Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff um, because I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, Honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil did some temperature readings it was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my yz450f compared to some other oils i've been running so the stuff is good they sponsor over 250 racers from enduro enduro cross hair scrambles utvs supercross now they got some supercross guys so go check them out bloodlubricants.com use the discount code Kefer and get some percentage off your oils they'll ship them to you probably get a hat or two you know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. com. So a little known fact. I started racing desert when I was 9 years old until I was 16. I really didn't get into moto till after 16 years old because my family would go camp in the desert and my dad rode heron hounds. Out here in the West Coast, there was a club called District 37, and that's what we did. We went camping on the weekends. Uh, my parents build bonfires, they would drink, and my dad would go race, and I would ride around the camp and make a little track, right? Well, fast forward till now, 2019, you go to nationalheronhound.com. They have classes for your son, your daughter, mom, and dad. It's not just dad. It's really cool. It's ran very well. The kids race the day before. Dad and mom can go race the next day and just have a family-fun-filled weekend racing dirt bikes there's nothing better go to nationalheronhound.com check out their schedule they go to california texas nevada idaho all over the place go check them out And you have any questions about this series chris at Testing.com. i'm happy to answer them for you and maybe get you a discount code on your next entry fee very cool again maybe i will see you out at one of these suckers i feel like i need to go race again and i want to go Relive my youth through nationalheronhound.com. Go check them out. The one thing that bums me out about racing moto is waiting around all day just to do two or four motos. I don't want to be sitting at the track all day and have three hours in between my motos. Well, you know what? Old Timers Association has been around a long time, and the guys from Oregon Old Timers have come on board with this podcast and want me to talk to you about their series. Very cool series. I've raced them before. They have 20-minute motos, long motos. Usually, you're done by 3 o'clock. You're in and out. You get to race, go home, finish your chores, spend time with your family, go do stuff with your wife, whatever it is. It's a fun, family-filled environment there. They have races all over. It's not just in Oregon. They have races in California, Glen Helen, Montana, Richland, Washington. They go to Hangtown. They go to Washington again in Washougal, which is very cool. And of course, they go to British Columbia, Boise, Idaho, even Edmonton, Canada, and Fernley, Nevada. You can check out the series at OregonOldTimers.com, and you will even see me at a couple rounds this year. So check them out. ScreenPrintingDone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company, he is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com, tell them Kiefer sent you, and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer... That's right, Kiefer and ScreenPrintingDone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory?
0: No, I did not.
1: 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, GasGas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression or GP style configurations, visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com and i've got one for you save some money vertexpistons.com we're back thanks for sticking around here's part 2 i guess what what's one thing that your dad did greg that maybe that he didn't tell you about but you watched him and then, and you just kind of gathered that and been like hey this is the kind of this is what i'm
2: supposed to do this is the kind of man i want to be uh, his work ethic no doubt i uh, former marine he, you you know, saw action in Southeast Asia and, uh, he worked the steel mill his right. entire life until right. it, until it closed and he would work doubles and he would sleep out there. And I remember taking food to him out at the front gate with my mother and, uh, him just working nonstop right. just for a better life.
1: Right. So those things right there, uh, it's kind of got lost and I guess with, and I shouldn't say everybody, man. Like, there's some good parents out there, but I see a lot of it with, with with my kid and who he hangs out with. And and some parents just let their kids just do what they do and not yeah. really parent. Mm-hmm.
0: So I see it a lot.
1: I don't want my kid to turn out to be a piece of shit. So I want to teach him the right way. So um,
0: he acts like a shit sometimes. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna get in trouble.
1: Oh, here's a good story. Here's, here is a perfect fucking go. example. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So, oh, boy. <laughs>
2: Here. Dude, welcome to the Kiefer household. Okay, so I'm on the fucking
1: starting line. I'm on the starting line for my uh, second first, practice. Oh, that was your second. first. Oh, um, yeah, it was.
0: It was second.
2: second. Yep. second.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm on the. I'm in the dirt in front of the gate. I'm sitting there with Aaron, my mechanic. Aiden comes cruising up. I'm like, "How the hell did you get in here?" Oh, yeah, I snuck under the fence, and they didn't see me. About the time he said they didn't see me. <laughs> An AMA official walks up right next to me and gets Aiden and looks over at Aiden. And he's like, Two things. One, you're not allowed in here. Two, you don't be crawling our fences to get to places. <laughs> and three,
2: he, had, he looked at you and, and says, and,
1: uh, <laughs> is So that I'm your- sitting there looking over at A- <laughs> the AMA official and, and Aiden, and I go, Motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's what I'm yeah. thinking. And I go, So the AMA official, you got to go back. So. The AMA official gets him to go back. The AMA official, before he walks away, looks over at me, doesn't say anything. And I just go, look, man, I apologize. I'm sorry for my kid. That was wrong. Uh, He won't do that again. And he's like, okay. And he walked away. And I immediately felt like a piece of shit. Like, I felt embarrassed. I'm like, god dang it, Aiden.
0: But in Aiden's defense— Every race that you have raced has been a local race, and Aiden has been allowed to go to the start with you, and it's never been an issue. So. Dude, he knows better.
1: He, Don't try to oh be
2: the my oh my god.
0: god, he knows where he's oh, supposed to be. Mommy dares to up, the rescue! You guys are up in the Come fence. Come on now. It, it, he bailed. He was like, "Remember, he bailed. He left us."
2: Yeah, he went up on
1: the. First where were you spot at, by at by when he flag. bailed? You said, "Yeah, peace out,
0: let him go." No, yeah. he was talking to um.
1: The two dudes up on the hill. He climbed up the hill by Steven the Steven from Yamaha. Okay.
0: He went up to sit on the hill,
1: and yeah, I figured and he, he climbed the fence.
2: Yeah, to get to him. Oh,
1: so he climbed one fence and went under another?
2: <laughs> yes. So. We didn't tell you that. Yeah. You're like a fucking gopher? They had those temporary uh, chain link fences, and the guys were, come on, little man. And he. There egg- was a whole
0: group of people up there, so I was like, I figured it was <laughs> so just. So they're egging him on to do it? Well, I know. I don't know how. I that think- would be yes,
2: sir. Yeah. Yeah. He just boop, so bounced. So pressure got to him. Oh, it wasn't. Hey, why don't you come so- on up here? Done. In the next fucking podcast, <laughs> we're going to talk about peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and not subscribing to it. Yeah. Well, there was oh a whole group. I thought God. he was going to
0: stay up there and watch your practice. Anyway, the point was, yeah, right but, when I was telling
1: him, hey, right when I was sitting in the line with him, and I go, dude, you can't just be doing what you want to do. you know. And right when I started saying, the AMA official walked up. And I'm like, here we go, dude. This whole thing—we're doing it for you, and you're just really yeah. blowing it, Aiden. You're really just sinking it in. So,
0: but see, last week up in Hangtown, the AMA officials or whoever it was that was working the gate let him come in.
1: Oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He knows from right from yeah, right. I know. But you know, and he every knew you race has to do that. No. So, but he starts hanging around A Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Starts acting all cool and shit. Are we
0: gonna blame it on A Ray and J-bone? You know, he gets A
1: Ray's gear. I go A Ray's gear. I'm gonna give me some Yeezys and all this other bullshit. <laughs> that well, that he the Yeezys wore. come
0: from the Seven Deuce dudes.
1: Whatever. I mean, so
0: he's still saving A Ray. Anyway, fire. the
1: point of it is, parenting is hard, <laughs> and you got to stay yes. on top of your child. So <laughs> yes, you do. In other words, I am trying to get on top of my child to teach him the right way. But
0: apparently, he crawls under fences. And
1: he did get a compliment that I see. These are things that I look at as a parent. Uh he he introduced himself to a couple that was I was talking to. He uh, you know said Hi, my name is Aiden, he stuck his hand out. He and the lady says, Wow, you have a great hand, you have a great firm handshake. I was like, Thank you. Thank you. In my mind I'm thinking, Okay, I taught him that. I told him to look him in the eye, hand handshake. So he's picking it up. It's just it's taking a little while, so hopefully uh, you know, we can still move this thing along and, and get him to where yeah, he is. moving at. in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So, those are the those are the race. That's basically the race report. Um, what's cool about this whole thing, Aaron, Cooler, Genova, Tony, man. If you are not fans of this team, you guys should be now, because they gave me a full blown factory bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I paid for my own entries, I, I paid for my way to get there, but they supplied everything else. They mm-hmm. supplied two workers. They supplied me a rig at one round. They supplied me a trailer, fuel, everything.
2: Yeah. Training.
1: Tony believes in yeah. me. He still does, even though yeah. I, I suck it up. He even wrote an Instagram today, like yeah, I still believe in you. You're still good. I've seen what you do, and basically it comes down to choking and mental aspect, and not.
0: You just need more time.
1: Yeah. I need more laps. Yes. We need a twenty minute qualifier. Listen,
0: people. I know there's there's those of you out there that think that there's no way in hell he'll ever make a top 40 class but I have faith and confidence that if he did he would actually surprise you guys because his stamina is really good
2: whoa Ooh, oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: but no seriously though I, I do think and it, it, this is what bums me out is I know what he's capable of I go to the track I know what his lap times are I see how hard he works he just didn't have enough time to prove it plain and simple Yeah,
1: there's no excuse. It is what it is. I had the tools, right? And I needed to perform, and I didn't. And that's what makes... I guess that's what I'm trying to get across to you guys as well in these podcasts. It's hard, man. These guys that you're not rooting for that are in these LCQs that are 10th, 11th, 12th, they're good riders. Those 10th, 11th, 12th place guys are winning local races and killing it at a local level. They get to these events, and mentally... They probably don't it's have It's overwhelming. It. Yep, and the speed's probably off a little bit, but I think most of it's mental. You get overwhelmed, you put pressure on yourself, uh, and all these things go through the mind. So it's cool that you guys help the privateer, root for the privateer, and now that we're talking about that, the elite level, life is not easy there, okay? Life is not easy there. Imagine being Eli Tomac, Ken Roxon, having all these people around you at the track. Everything's there for you. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Japan's paying for the bikes. Everything is catered to you. You have to live with that every single day of your career. Every day. You have to wake up. I have to do this because of this. That is a lot of fucking mental pressure, dude. You're a captain of SWAT, right? Correct. That is a lot of – maybe not physical anymore.
2: Yeah, not when I was an operator the right. last two times I was there as a team But leader.
1: mentally, yeah. it's got to be a lot, day in and day out. Someone's looking at you every
2: single day. Yeah, I'm just looking down at my phone a couple of times right now, and our I have a couple squads out chasing a fool right now. So I'm, I'm looking at that. We're doing different things, you know, and it, it is a lot. There's a lot of pressure on you, and it's not so much, like you said, you're not in your game, not twisting a throttle. My game, I'm not pressing the trigger anymore. Uh, but you're taking care yeah, the pressure, you're just, you're taking care of everybody else. Right. And you're trying to, but meanwhile,
1: you f- meanwhile while you're trying to take care of your own shit.
2: Yeah. And it, and your own shit's falling apart. I mean, there's stuff that goes undone, Uh, you know, my, you, you know, mama yeah. and, uh, yeah, she doesn't let me forget that cause I still have another life at home, but, uh, yeah. But when they get to the race, it's, I don't know how they keep it together at that, at that level. Right. They're amazing. It
1: takes a special person, people. Um, Good friends with Travis Preston. It takes a special mind to be at that level and to be able to say, fuck it, and be able to pin it under pressure. Mm -hmm. Travis thrives under pressure. He does better when there's pressure. Me, I'm 50-50 with that. At times, yes. At times, no. But a champion is clutch. 95% of the time, and that's why they're a champion. And not everyone has that, which is fine. Which leads me to my next point. Be happy with what you got. If you're a novice and you want to get better, great. Try to get better. Work at it. But if you're a novice you just want to be a novice, fuck it. Be happy with what you got. Be happy with racing, enjoying it, and going home. You know, we talk about it with you all the time. You haven't, you're not be able, you're not able to ride as much as you want because of your job. Correct. Before that, when we were riding a lot together, and you wanted to get better, we worked at it. And then there came a point in time in your life where you're like, I just want to ride. I don't really care about trying to go race or do these things. I just want to enjoy riding my motorcycle.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It it, it got to be too much, and I I ascended up in the ranks. Uh, went up more and more at work was expected of me Um, some of it was you know because you know you know the steel i have in my body now and breaking myself they said now at your rank as a captain you you've got to be here you have all these uh guys that are under you that you've got to guide so i've had to back off from the from the training uh you didn't like it for a while because we trained (laughs) so long together yeah but you you got it yeah, you, I, I it got, you know, you I got was it wired it with,
1: a certain way with you for a while. Correct. And then when I kind of understood, like, okay, it's okay just to go riding and enjoy it. I'm like that with bicycles.
2: Yes, yes.
1: I like to go train and ride because they say, do you want to race bicycles? I'm like, no, I really don't. Correct. Because I enjoy riding them mm-hmm. and enjoying the scenery and being outside. So I, I flip that over to dirt bikes. Some people just want to go ride their dirt bike at the track, have fun, put laps in, enjoy it, you know? And there's other pies like, hey, I'm a novice, but I want to get better. Whatever it is that you want to do, work hard at. You're never too old to fucking do it. Don't let someone say, All hey, right. you're too old to do something. You're gonna, you're 56 years old yesterday. Yep. You're gonna retire yep. next year. Yep. And you want March. to go ride again?
2: Absolutely, I want to go ride again. You're not and too
1: old to go ride and dirt bike. And you have people that say, oh, you don't need to be riding because it's a death fucking machine. Or
2: yeah, whatever. yeah, but like, you know, I mean, you've been riding longer. I've been riding since I was eight, and I've, I've really never stopped. Uh, Slow down. Because of work or family commitments, but I've never stopped, you know, so it's,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a stress relief for you, correct? Oh, oh my
2: God. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I'm happy, uh, feel untethered. I'm, you know, I'm free and I, we're out on the side of after the rains up here in the high des, you know, right. we go out and we, we, we have numerous secret turn tracks as we call them and we'll get all the boys up here. You have Andrew Jefferson, Ty Davis will show up, Dr. D, D Doug Dubach, And we're just laughing. Everybody is supportive and and it, it's just great. It, except when we get Gary Sutherland up here, then shit gets angry. Yeah, it's very but angry. Uh, we we love him. <laughs> we, we love Gary, but every everything you know, he's still in race mode. I mean, yep. that's his that's his livelihood, and we kid him, but he's a great guy. Um, but we when we do ride, we have fun, and it's awesome. You don't sweat me as much as you used to.
1: No, I still try to help you with technique because that will keep Well, you safe. yeah. God, I need that. I'm yep. retarded. But, I mean, come yeah, on. I mean, until – I don't sweat people unless <laughs> – you, If you say, hey, I want to try to race or I want to get better, that's when I think you need to, to try a little bit. Correct. But yeah. when you're just enjoying it, riding, technique is important. And past that, just ride, and enjoy, have fun.
2: And when I retire next year, hey, maybe we can talk about a race here and there. And right. something just came up here recently from my big boss, the Colorado 500. Yeah. And he's all you know, He loves Chris to death. He's number two in our department, and uh, he's trying to get Chris going the Colorado 500 uh, as as an ambassador and everything he can bring for the auction, which goes to a great cause. Yep. And uh, so, who knows? I mean, that could be the something po- else.
1: The, I think the point is of this whole thing, and it, just enjoy what you have. Do it for the right reasons. Do it for yourself. Um I had the guy come and say, "Hey man, I I drove all the way out from Arizona to watch you ride just because I I feel like I'm connected to you somehow because um the transparency factor." And I think I was telling Heather this today after I read that email. I don't think I had that built-in gene where I'm a champion. I just didn't have it. It wasn't built in stilled in me. I'm more of a, of a people person. I take care of people. I, I took care of my mom for many years with multiple sclerosis. I did all these things and I think that relays into my life. Um, I, I somehow use my skill on a dirt bike slash testing and this platform to try to get across like, hey, let's just go ride and have fun. We're all here for the same reasons. No matter if it's Eli Tomac or the guy just starting out in beginner, we all love to ride dirt bikes. And, that gets lost in translation on in, in our industry. Everyone wants to fucking go race or do the bangers. I need to get bangers. I need to do this, um, which hitting, is all fine. Yeah,
2: or hitting kickers and getting free shit. Hitting
1: kickers, and getting free <laughs> shit. You know, so boom. That's another reason why Aiden needs to learn. You know, all this free shit in the in the shop It's, it's not, not real life. Yeah, no. it's not. There's a the reason why free. all that stuff's in there. So, um, yeah, it's been a fun. It's been a fun couple of weeks, guys. It's two and a half months in the making, but I appreciate everyone getting behind this. And then maybe we hype this up too much and Kiefer's going to get top 20 and I'm going UPS, which people say, is she going to come through with that? Here's the deal on that real quick. I asked. I said, I- is that available? <laughs> and she said no. And then she kind of comes around. She's like, yeah, well, maybe we'll, we'll do that. Now that I think about it, I don't want pity. I don't want pity UPS. Pity UPS. Dude, that's no dirty. No one wants pity sex. No. No one. I'm out. I, I got to earn it. So We're
2: judging of, you right now, Heather. I'm looking right so at you. I'm so, judging you.
1: So maybe, if it's not this, I'm going to come up with another thing, and I'm going to earn it. I want to earn it the right way. Mm-hmm. I don't need no pity butt. <laughs> I don't need no pity butt.
2: <laughs> pity butt. Uh, I, can I say something? Sure, I, yeah. I, I'm from yesterday, and, and the pit scene, don't judge me, Heather. You do it all the time uh the 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 folks that came into the pit and and we set it up at at the beginning, we were off the beaten path right, and it was cool yeah um but the the folks that came in were good people, yeah, gracious, you know they came in with their uh their photographs of like their old vintage iron yeah their bull tacos and Makos and montesas and they were and they just Everybody was so untethered. They're just free, just talking, rapping. They came up, and everybody that came up, you're like, hey, and you stuck out your hand, I'm Chris. You know, just just Chris, and you ask them what their name was. You know, I, not that I'm, I'm nothing special, but I've always been a fan of this, and I remember years ago working at, like, uh, Super Bowl Motocross when I was in high school. Right. They had all the high school kids there, and we were flaggers and stuff. And uh, I remember some of the riders – and I won't name them. There's no reason to. Uh, they were real douches. Yeah. I mean, they that's would a, look at you. That's a common thing in our sport. Oh, they were complete jackasses. And probably one of the nicest guys I ever met was Marty Tripes.
1: Right.
2: Great, great guy. And that you shit know. sticks
1: with you, right?
2: Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And years later, I saw him at the Slash X as he blew by me. <laughs> right. On a Slash X, he was way over the front of the bars, wide open. I saw him at the bar enjoying a, a hot or a cold frothy yeah. in the middle of a hot day. And I walked up and bought him a drink and thanked him that, and I told him the story when I met him at the Super uh, Super Bowl Motorcross, and he gave me a drink that day. Oh, wow. it was hot. I was out parking patrol with some other cat. Okay. I didn't know they teamed us up. All these high school kids, and he pulled up in a in a lifted Bronco, and at the time he was dating a uh, either a penthouse playmate or a— oh really oh. oh. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yes. Oh. Oh. Anyways. Huh? So <laughs> oh. so he opened the back of the um the the tailgate on the Bronco. He had nice chest in there. Uh he had uh water and beer. Obviously we were underage, so we drank the water copy uh-huh. and uh-huh. uh he moved along, but I reminded him of that and he we both had a good laugh, but what a nice guy. Yep. I mean it's 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 stuff like that, it's... you remember, and getting back to the pitch with you. Yeah. And the kids, when you knelt down and you looked them in the eye, "Hi, I'm Chris," and yeah. you gave you were you know you were signing stuff for them, or you'd give them a little something. That's gonna stick with them. Yeah. That's big.
1: Yeah, and that's what. And I was in that position when I was little. I always wanted jerseys from top riders, and a lot of them, I would say, eighty percent of them were dicks, and twenty percent were really nice. And I got jerseys, but I always promised myself, I was ever that good of a rider or I was in a position where someone wanted my jersey. I would at least try to give them the time of day. And and I feel like that's tough for most of these top guys these days to show the personal attention, which I get. They they got shit they got to do. But it'd be really tough for me to uh, ignore people. Mm-hmm. That's really tough for me to do. I have a problem with um, doing too much, taking on too much, saying yes too much. So uh, it's got to be uh, tough for those guys I would think, to kind of blow some people off. And those people get pissed off, man. Like, fuck that guy. You know, he didn't give the time of day. So I like where we're at. We're behind the You know, the guy behind the guy, we get those quality people that come up talk dirt bikes with us because they're just fans. I'm a fan of the sport. I love to ride dirt bikes. And like we said, we're all just dudes that strap on our knee braces slash boots and gear up the, the same way, and we just want to go twist the throttle. It's all It's all mind therapy for us.
2: Absolutely. And it was... It was cool just bench racing in the pitch yesterday and talking about their accomplishment. Well, it was just finishing a brand new, brand new vintage bike, uh, you know, a build. Yeah, right. Or the next time they're just working through a um, some little injury. We I heard I heard it all yesterday. But the sheer number of people that you know seeked you out and just wanted to meet you and say thanks. That was that was impressive. That. That kind of set me back a little bit. That I, that honestly – Made me means, happy.
1: That kind of stuff means a lot to me. You can ask Heather that. Like I think about that stuff a lot, and it means a lot to me that people want to spend their time listening to this podcast. You want to spend their money on, on merchandise or, or spend their time to come meet me or whatever because I feel like I'm just a normal dude. Um, but I appreciate it all, and I like to hear about other people's stories. And if I could help people, I like that as well. And that is why I think I got into this for ink testing on the website. And this podcast is trying to guide people in the right direction so they're not blowing their fucking money in the wrong areas. And if it's shit, I'll say it's shit. If it's not, I'll say it's good. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of my life, and I leak that into my business. So hopefully one day it gets us rich. But if it doesn't, it's rewarding nonetheless. Yes. So I – uh so that's it, man. We're done with this. We're back to test life. Uh, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life three <laughs> laps at a time now. No more 30 minutes. I'm out.
0: No. Heather me... wants
1: me to race to I said, fuck that.
0: No, you did not say fuck that. You said, mm, you thought about it for a second. Man, I'm out.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'd rather go to Washugo go fishing. No. You're I... gonna, hey, you're going to find me working. I want to test. But on my own time, when I don't have to go test, find me pedaling.
0: Are you going to drink a beer tonight? No
1: what no i'm out
0: people are always out he never, I don't,
1: I don't he drink. never drinks he doesn't ever. drink with us.
0: No. but he yesterday he came and said i need a beer i was like that?
1: "I, i told her i Were said you not there for
0: that
2: no he wasn't there <laughs> no i was not i'm do you see the see, this is, look Heather's of amazement
1: seen me drunk how many times one mm, two,
2: two three three or Wh- four times what? i have never seen you drunk i've right. never when seen have you, you... Seen me drink one
1: time with Dana, that's
0: it. No, let's see here. You got completely shammered okay, at Joe Aloff's bachelor yeah, yeah. party. I, I
1: dumped $600 on a strip club. That was mm-hmm. fun. Hey. That was a good night. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, yeah. the number changed. I, I Every time the numbers changed.
2: Ohio. Oh, that's why. Yeah, okay, was in Ohio. Oh, going back home. I going a, back to those roots. Had one,
1: I had one stripper oh, okay. that was.
0: Who was it? It was you and Joe and JT. It wasn't Clark Styles there. Like the whole like subway haunted oh, su- team. Yes, yeah, the, sub- yeah, yeah. the old subway team. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I blew 600 bucks. That was 05.
0: First it was two. Then it went to three. Then it went to five. Then it went to six. This chick suckered
1: me in hard, dude. It's one of those clubs where you can bring your own beer in. They give you ice and put it in a bucket for you. (laughs) Yeah. That's bitching. Well, didn't
0: Joe or somebody know the owner?
1: I don't know. But that's the, the private clubs back there, you can bring your own beer. They give you an ice bucket. You put your own shit in. You can just send it. It's full nude. So, God that's goodness, rare, right? So, goodness. I was like, I'm taking advantage of this. Yeah, I yeah. went up to the, to the champagne room and got lap dances, like, hand them up, <laughs> and just fucking blew 600 bucks.
0: Yeah, and then you were a piece of shit the next day, and I, I had to was, take care of your ass. I don't drink.
2: Mm.
1: And then I was jacked up. She's, like, wanting to go do stuff. I'm like, I'm sleeping. I ain't doing nothing.
0: I
2: don't feel good. Oh. I mean, even at your bachelor party, yeah, you, Pops, your dad, yeah. Dana Vance D, right. and myself, because uh-huh. you wanted a small, and you didn't want any strippers... Yeah. Okay.
1: Heather doesn't care. Oh, Heather doesn't care.
2: But I mean, but then uh, we. I I just
0: think it's funny that I'm just now hearing that he got lap dance after lap dance at the strip club because that's now something new that's been added to this story. I
2: I said that. No, you didn't. I said that. It's it's a cleansing. It's all good. I mean, it's
0: fine. I just it's like (laughs) church. It's Sunday.
2: (laughs) Sunday.
1: Yeah. This is my church. I'm letting it all out.
0: Oh. But even
2: when we got those shots of tequila and that high end stuff, it was twenty five bucks. Yeah, it was twenty five bucks a shot. Chris took a sniff of it. Would not drink I'm it. Wow, I don't And, drink. and Dan, you know Dana reached across. You're going to drink that? Bam, gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I. You the don't drink. The reason
1: why I was like, say, it's such a relief, uh, not to get it over with. Just like, it's a, it's a, it was a big undertaking. I had to go test. Still, I had to work, That's and right. I still to train. It's it's a lot. So it's almost like a decompression. But instead of drinking a beer, I just came home and took a three hour nap. So that was my decompression, and I woke up at eight. And yelled and at I, Aiden. I yelled at Aiden because <laughs> I heard him play it in a game. I'm like, get off the game. It's late. And she's like, Chris, it's only 8 o'clock. <laughs> and I go, shit. And then I was I'm up, stuck in a time warp. And I was up yeah. till midnight watching Halloween, Michael Myers. That's what I
0: did. Oh, no. That was yeah. horrible. Horrible ending. Well, hey, yeah. We're getting, off, we're getting off the subject here. Yep, we
2: always do. I we'll mean, yeah, welcome podcast. to our world. But the moral the of the weekly. story
0: is we're going to talk Chris into doing one more.
1: <sighs> That's not happening, people. It's going to happen. It'll yeah. happen. We're gonna, and if, if, if we do, which it won't.
0: We're not going to say a word about We're it. We're not going to say a word. We're just going to show up.
1: We're going to be the North 40. Yep. We're going to be the furthest away from everybody. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some random dude on a, probably most likely an orange bike.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: These are oh, so it. secret. Well, back
0: to back to yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, Who was it that came over? Um,
1: oh, tell me the story. I have no idea.
0: Oh, uh, he drove uh, Christian up to Hangtown last week. Oh, McAdoo? Yeah, McAdoo. McAdoo came over. And Cooler came up with the idea that we should just throw Kiefer's gear on McAdoo and have McAdoo go out and do it. You like
1: ninth. Yeah, you qualified know, <laughs>
2: like ninth. Yeah, we had it all planned out. Yeah, sneaking Mac into the track. was going to ride under Under Kiefer Kiefer. Uh, He's going to go out, Kiefer. throw
0: down a heater, come in, go straight into the little box van trailer thing, close the doors, switch gear, and be done with that it. That
1: would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. By the way, McAdoo's a good shit. He's a good dude. Yeah, he is. All those guys. Brayton, Mcadoo, Iowa boys. Are,
2: oh, Brayton they're, is they're what a class here. act!
1: And you know what? Shout out to Brayton as well because he's the one who kind of got this shit started with Tony and everything. I mean, Tony started it, but Brayton's like, "Yeah, you should let Kiefer ride and Mathis manage." So,
0: how was Team Andrew yesterday?
1: I don't like. Just, I, if you go to PulpMX.com, read my daytime program article. I didn't see much of them. Yeah, Listen, we, people, no one did.
0: we were sitting there waiting for Cooler and Aaron to show up, and. I happen to like look down, and I see Steve come out from in between some motorhomes. Look over really quick, see that nothing's going on, and man, he scurried That's away. was his
2: check-in. He, yep, that was his check-in, he and he was probably about I don't know two two rigs down, oh, yeah. and he went 180 degrees the opposite way, and we're like, "What the shit? What's going on with the team manager?" And
0: then <laughs> later on the day, Cooler barbecued some hot dogs, mm-hmm. and they had no condiments, and Steve just bailed. And goes into the pro circuit truck.
2: Hey, yeah, no hate comms. We no hate, hate comms. Yeah no, <laughs> yeah, no hate comms. No hate. Hey, comms if you guys are this.
1: next year, you're at Supercross or something. You're at the 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 bullfog, bullfog, bullfrog Frog. spas Ribbit. Honda rig. Ribbit. Go yell for cooler. Have him tell you a story or three. It's a good shit. It's a good time. Just good f- times. Just what do a good yourself dude. a
0: favor and follow him on. Yeah, Instagram. cooler 800.
1: Follow him. It's cooler vision. That's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: cooler tips are coming your way, people.
1: Cooler tips. There's a coolerettes. His little daughters, he calls them coolerettes. Yeah.
0: Little coolers. I thought they called them little coolers. Uh, did I tell
1: you the story about that? About Aiden? I, I, I put this in the article on Pulpamax, but the funny story was I'm on the line and uh I'm going to the line. Or maybe no, it was Aiden when he snuck in. Yeah, know, he in snuck in the second attack, number two, yeah. Man. He's like, Dad, you know what the funniest thing is? I go, What? He's like when two truck drivers talk talk about their trucks I'm like, What? He's like, Yeah, It's like a different language. like they speak a different language. When truck drivers get together, I'm going to start laughing. He's like, (laughs) I saw Cooler and the Cowie guy talking about their rigs. He's like, I couldn't understand what they were saying. It's like a different language. (laughs) So, yes, diesel rig drivers have their own language when they come. And they all stick together. Do you notice that? They do. Last week when Cooler didn't have any food because team manager didn't bring him any breakfast, Cooler went to the Rocky Mountain KTM rig and got some bacon. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they share food.
0: They do.
2: Yeah. They're down for whatever. Yeah, down for whatever. Yeah, what a good group of guys though. I yeah. mean, coolers. Aaron's solid. awesome, yeah. calm,
1: dude. Aaron's so calm, mellow. Yep.
0: Do you think Aaron enjoyed these last two weeks more than Supercross because it was very laid back?
1: Dude. So when I was leaving, his uh his final words were Final words? This is the most fun I've had in a long time. So I go, that's pretty fucking is, sad. I didn't know that. I got no, I said that's pretty fucking sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I go
1: probably- I didn't make it, and that's the most fun you've had. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was probably so less pressure. Like, yeah. obviously he's going to treat your bike the same as he would treat JB's bike. Or-
1: I'm sure JB's wants more things. I mean, he's he's, he's right. a possible winner. Right. Right, let's face it. But I'm
0: just saying, I, I, I don't think that he would treat your setup no. any different from anybody else's. But it was probably just so much more relaxed and just easy going. We helped break down the rib. We helped put shit away. Yep. We didn't just like, you rode and we bailed. yeah I can't get our it. Like shit. Like I
1: said, I, I feel like shit. Like, We're going to hook up Aaron with some stuff. Uh, I feel like I owe him something. You know, he worked his ass off. And and that's what I come with away from this as well. I'm on the team mechanics. I'm like Mathis now. Like, I think these guys get... Should get more money. Mm-hmm. They work their balls off for their guys. They're not only mechanics; they're mental fucking coaches. They help them with the,
2: oh, they the, they prep their gear. They, I mean, they. There's yeah, so they,
1: much that goes on, dude.
2: They're a sounding board for the guys and yeah, they left, have concerns. They it's amazing. Out on the
1: butt guy. Yep. There's a the hype man. are all kinds of shit. Well, even know?
0: even the truck drivers. I mean, how many of them get headphones and they're
1: the truck drivers are barbecuing, scouting, oh my god, cooking. Yeah. Yeah,
0: cooler gave you a massage yesterday he on Cowie's. Cow uh, uh, we, we
1: poached Cowie's massage bench chair.
2: Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It yeah. was the uh, chiropractor, uh, Doc mas- G. Yep, Doc G. We poached his his deal, so, so
1: I left a little specimen for Doc G and his guys. Oh yeah, sorry, since
2: yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, since he was getting adjusted right after yeah. you got yeah uh, left cooler there. Cooler
1: gave me uh, cooler chiropractic adjusted. <laughs> yeah, <me.
2: laughs> yeah, his down home talking too. <laughs> yeah
1: What a good dude. Uh yeah, he's uh, no hate comms. No yeah, no,
2: hate, no, comms. Hate, comms. no Coms. hate comms. No hate comms, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, it was
1: a good time, everybody. I had a great time. Thank you guys for following along on this journey. Uh, hopefully, we can do something similar later on down the road, but maybe not to this extent. Mm. But as always, go to keferinktesting.com to find out the straight info and all the bikes, parts, whatever you guys need. And of course, as you guys know, chris at keferinktesting.com is the email to ask questions. But please be specific and uh, ask important questions. Don't ask me random shit. No hate comms. No hate comms.
0: And we're uh, still raffling off your jersey from yeah, last go weekend. Ahead talk about that. Sorry, um, we're going to be doing the raffle next Monday. So We're I raffling
1: off one of my white special edition fly racing jerseys from Hangtown. Um, yes, it is used. It is washed. For those of you guys wondering, twenty bucks enters you yes. into get a, this jersey. And all the money will, all the proceeds will go to a privateer race in the AMA Outdoor Nationals to help their way, their way across America to go racing. Because honestly, I spent a lot of fucking money for these two races. It was right. over five hundred dollars to race these two races. Passes for you guys, oh, yeah. uh, license fees. I'm I'm in over two grand for two races, so it's not cheap. And these kids are out there trying to ride during the week, trying to qualify. So I really want to give it to some kid that is struggling, that is trying his ass off, and is uh, on the cusp of making it top 40 every week. Because if you ain't making top 40, you ain't making no money.
0: Hey, and if you guys have any suggestions on who that privateer should be, shoot it in the email. Let us know.
1: Heather at com. That email sounds nice. Yeah. Do that. Casey Brandon. good kid. Redhead kid. I like him. He's in for the running. I like him a lot. He he made the top 40, but guys like that. I like quality, nice kids. Jerry Robin. Jerry Robin. Does call him kid. Christopher Robin? Dude, Jerry Robin's by himself.
0: I know. Every weekend. Wrenching. Solo.
1: Doing his own shit.
0: He's a nice guy.
1: He doesn't complain that much. Good kid. Minnesota kid. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's your shit. Greg. Hell,
2: yeah. Minnesota, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: good kid. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go root on. go root those guys. If you guys... Are going to an outdoor national this year. Go, Go talk early. to them. Go early. Watch these freaking LCQ races. That's where all the shit is, man. That's where everything's laid on the line. These guys are pouring their heart out for zero money. You know, trying to just make the show. And even if they make the show, they ain't making dick anyway.
0: Just chasing that dream. Yeah.
2: The of so throttle. It's awesome,
1: man. Like, it's cool. A lot of these guys are supercross only, but the real dudes that love dirt bikes, and that could say for the fans as well.
2: Yeah, the roots of die it Die
1: hard, dude. Mm-hmm. AMA Outdoor, outdoor. Nationals. Mm-hmm. Go right. check him out.
0: What about your boy? Is he racing at all?
1: Who the hell's my boy?
0: Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name right now. We have his shirts.
1: I have my shirts.
0: We have. He sent Runkles. a
1: shirt. Yes, Runkles. Team Runkles. Runkles is racing, dude. I'm Team Runkles. I got the shirt. Runkles ain't going till East Coast. So after round three, Jake, the Snake Runkles. Look him up. Two seventy. He's a badass. He's a nice kid. Yep. I'm Team Runkles. I wish I could race for uncles. That'd be awesome. Uh, there's a couple well, Let's more. go back east then. Uh, yeah, no. We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're, done. we're going to go back to Tesla. 2020 dirt bikes are coming your way. Parts. I got uh, some wheel sets to review on Monday. There's no days off.
0: We're going to Colorado, though.
1: You're leaving. Heather's bailing on me next week. Bachelor party at Chris Kiefer's house. If you guys want to come. Next Friday, Aiden and I and Greg will be here. Oh, my God. Chris Any will be chick. in bed
2: by 8 o'clock. Any hot
1: chicks, come on down, too. We're here. We've got a jacuzzi. We've got a spa.
2: And a lot of debauchery.
1: And the phone will be off, so Mrs. Kiefer will not be able to reach me. Uh. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
2: You've been clipped. Oh. 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 <laughs>
0: You guys are a bunch of assholes.
2: Uh, oh, now we're assholes. Uh, you were saying it last week at your party.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, because I was there.
2: Yeah, drinking Heather tequila. Got, crazy. Heather got Greg drunk,
1: so that was awesome. Yeah, that
2: was really bad. Some this people just little, can't
0: handle their tequila.
2: Tiny little pinch of nothing. It drank me under the table. pathetic. Uh, hey, thank
1: you guys so much for listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me. Thank you guys for talking with me. If you guys see me at a track, let's bullshit. Let's talk dirt bikes. Relationships, I got some of those questions yep. as well. Yeah. Oh, we also have a yeah, few right. posters
0: left, so if you guys want some uh, yeah, if you guys want limited a poster, edition number 165. One time only.
1: Hey, but if you guys want posters, uh, what's gonna, we're going to charge you for shipping. Is that bad? We can't just be paying for everybody's shipping. we broke. <sighs> so look, listen to me. This is how we're going to do it. Oh, if shit. you guys really want the shit.
2: It sounds like the conversation we had in the truck coming back yesterday. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> listen
0: to me.
1: Look, if you guys want a signed poster, I'm I'm down. Let's do it. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. We'll work out the shipping part. Of it. I don't know how much it would be. It can't be that much, right?
0: No. So, but
1: like let's do this. Buy a shirt. We got shirts, hoodies, and hats. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. 30 bucks for a shirt. 40 bucks for a hoodie was it 25 for a hat yeah there's all kinds of shit here you can buy so hit her up support it rep keefer Ink. we like it take a picture put it on your instagram we'll repost it it's awesome yep thank you everybody thank you smart top bullfrog spas honda team thank you tony alessi thank you mike Genova. thank you cooler thank you aaron thank you nick thank you guys it's been a hell of a ride been so much fun i learned a lot aiden has Heather has, Greg has, all my buddies. We'll see you win, babe.
2: Washougal? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, you're trying. See you later. See you later.